Welcome to the DJ Inspires Podcast, hosted by D'Antoine DJ Johnson, author of The Sun is Always Shining. This is episode six. What about your purpose? For this episode's Black Business Highlight, I want to highlight The Nest, located in Bellflower, California. This business is owned by my good friend and brother from another mother, Antonio Apley. The Nest is a restaurant that focuses on high-quality breakfast with items like the bacon waffle or my personal favorite, shrimp and grits. You're guaranteed to leave there happy and most importantly, full. The Nest's mission is taking care of people. They have four pillars of their vision. One, employees first. Second, selfless service, three, community support, and four, trustworthy food. With values like that, you got to believe that this is a restaurant that is really kicking and really kicking out good food and really taking care of their people. If you're getting hungry listening to this and you're in the SoCal area, make it a point to stop by the nest in Bellflower. I promise you won't be disappointed. And that was our Black Business Highlight for Episode 6. What is up? What is up? I hope y'all summer has been treating y'all good. So far, my summer has been great. Um, this is DJ Johnson here with the DJ Inspires podcast, and I'm so glad that you guys have decided to stick around and listen to this latest episode, episode six. What about your purpose? I think this is a great conversation that we're going to have today. I'm going to share a lot about my story and about where I am today and about some things that are happening. And I hope by the end of this episode that you start to have a conversation, if you haven't already, about your purpose and what you're going to do with this life and and what do you, what is the the ultimate thing that's going to be your your driving force on why you're on this earth. I don't know if that makes sense, but we're going to make it roll with it. So anywho, um, before we get started, I just want to give you some updates. So as you know, or may I may have shared in the last episode or two, I have established my own business. It is called the DG Inspires LLC. With this LLC, my plan is to help schools with their social emotional aspects. So I'm helping students with counseling and groups. Um, I'm Mending relationships between parents and students, like all those things I'm so passionate about. And this business gives me an opportunity to really live and work and focus on those things. So just got some exciting things happening and I just wanted to update you guys with that. The second thing I wanted to update you guys is The Sun is Always Shining. Um, that's a book that I have wrote. And if you've been following and listening to this podcast and you haven't, I've, had an opportunity to even look up the book or read the, <laughs> I guess the summary or just to see what it's about. I encourage you. Um, it's a story that I think is, I don't know, beneficial to a lot of people. And I think this is a story that anybody could get something from it. You know, there's a specific target audience with youth and parents and those who work with youth, but I've had a lot of different people that or don't fit into those categories, so to speak. And they've read the story and they've been very happy in it, um, with the message and just, just the inspiration that they leave with, which is my ultimate like goal when I wrote the book. So I'm excited um, about those who have read it and who have said great things about it. And I'm excited for those who are going to read it, because if you haven't already, you got to pick it up and you got to read it. So that's the sun is always a shining. All right. So th this episode, 
I'm, I'm by myself, <laughs> but it's an important one to do by myself because I feel like the purpose conversation is something that I don't know. For me, this conversation has been happening lately. Um, this is a conversation that I feel like has been in the last two, three, four years of my life personally. I don't think there's been much of a drive for people to find that purpose, at least from my perspective. And I don't know if it's just something that's just popular all of a sudden, you know, how trends go or it's something that's just been around or I just haven't been exposed to it. But I know that now that I've kind of moved into my purpose, I feel like I've been given a disservice that I haven't had the opportunity to work into my purpose sooner, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but I just feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm tripping, uh, but just kind of ponder and think like, man, has the conversation about purpose or the conversation about what am, what, what am I on this earth for? What am I going to do? Like, I know that question has been out there, but purpose and finding it and this focus of finding what, why you're on this earth through a purpose conversation, I feel like it's fairly new to me and this, when I thought about this episode and wanting to share and wanting to talk and wanting to give some knowledge that I have, I just feel like everybody, and even when I interact with students, like this is a conversation that we're having. Like this is something that I'm, I'm trying to instill in my students. Like you need to be finding out why you're on this earth and you need to be finding out what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. You know, when we were kids, we used to have this, well, we used to hear this saying of, Find a job where you never work a day in your life because you're working a job that you love and a job that you want to be a part of. And yes, that is totally right. But for me, now that I understand purpose for what it is, what they really should have been saying is find your purpose, find your why, find the reason why you are on this earth, and then you will never work another day in your life, (laughs) right? So this purpose conversation, I feel like it's going to be so beneficial. You know, people have been um, saying nothing but good things to me about this podcast. And as as we said in the first episode, like my expectations for the for the podcast is I just want people to listen to it. I don't I mean, eventually I want to be able to have hundreds and maybe thousands of people listen to this podcast. But for right now, I just want people to listen and I want people to get some good quality content from what I'm offering. And at the end of the day, I want people to grow. I want people to to be better than what they were before they started this thing. And and if I just get two or three people that do that, then I'm I'm successful. And so I think if I continue to operate from that standpoint of like, man, only 20 people listen to it. Well, heck, 20 people listen to it. And so I'm going to continue to make sure that I'm stepping up my game and giving you guys the real. So anyway, Purpose. All right. So I started this episode or this podcast journey off with the first episode, which was priorities and excuses. And I gave you guys a definition of both of those terms. So I decided to return back to my roots and I looked up the definition of purpose. And the first one was, there's like three parts to it. The first one was something set up as an object or end to be obtained. Okay, I like that so far. Like kind of working your way up to a goal. So a setup and you're working your way up to a goal. All right, that's definition one. Definition two, an anticipated outcome that is intended or that guides your planned 
actions. All right, now we're getting more juicy. Now it's getting more like, okay, I'm starting to see this. I'm starting to see why I need to find this. I'm going to read that again. An anticipated outcome that is intended or that guides your planned actions. Oh, we are going to get into that. All right, so the third one, the quality of being determined to do or achieve something. And they add to it firmness of purpose. So that's the third one. The quality of being determined to do or achieve something, firmness of purpose. All right, the last two alone, all three of them have a common thing. Do you know what that is? You obviously can't answer me, but you probably could have said it out loud while you listen to this podcast. The common thing is everything that we are doing in life or everything that we should be doing in life in terms of purpose should work towards what our ultimate purpose goal in game, whatever you want to call it, we should be working towards that. And once I understood purpose for what it was, all of my actions had to switch and turn towards what it is I'm on the surf for. And so how I carry myself, how I interact with people, how I, what goals I set in order to get to the ultimate goal and that's fulfilling my purpose. Like those are the things that now have to align and now have to get into order. Purpose is such a good conversation because not only are you finding out why you're on this earth in your journey, but you are, are figuring out ways or developing ways to really hone the person that you are not only capable of becoming, but the person that you are destined to be. Now, I wanted to preface this podcast with saying, as you may or may not know, I'm pretty, well, I am a Christian. I don't like the term I'm religious because I'm not, <laughs> because a lot of religious people get on my nerves, but I'm a Christian in the sense of I'm a, I'm a follower of God and I really try to do what is God's will. Now, I believe that I cannot have this purpose conversation without talking to you about God's will, his God's ultimate will over my life and our lives together. So I'm going to try my best. I I will have this conversation through my Christian and God perspective, but I will try my best to make it as, you know, because I understand that not everybody is a believer. I want to make it so everybody can get something out of this, even though they don't necessarily agree with what I believe in, if that makes sense. So I, for me, in terms of how I was able to get to my purpose, first of all, I'm not fully at my purpose, but I'm closer to my purpose today than I was either last year or even three or four years ago. And I think that's the ultimate purpose or goal. I don't want to use purpose in the same. So let's just say that's the ultimate goal for life, right? (laughs) The the first thing that we always want to do is we want to grow from, from the time that we grew up or I'm sorry, from the time that we're born and as we are continually growing up, we get bigger, we gain more weight, we get more fat on us, we learn, we adapt, like all those things are a part of life. And you get to that point where you stop growing. I think I stopped growing when I was like 15. (laughs) As far as height wise, you're always growing mentally, physically, spiritually, like you're always growing in those aspects. And as adults, Adults, we have to remember that we we don't we shouldn't ever feel like okay I'm done growing 
I'm done learning. I'm done figuring things out. Like those, those are things that I feel like we're doing over the course of a lifetime. And when it comes to your purpose, you, you're constantly growing and constantly trying to put yourself in the best position to fully fulfill your purpose. And ultimately, before I get into this, I'm going to preface this by saying this is the first thing that you should know about your purpose. The first thing that you should know about your purpose is that your purpose, whatever you're on this earth for, is ultimately to serve someone else. The number one reason for your purpose is to serve someone else. You have a talent or a gift or something that is is unique to you, something that you're really good at, something that you can ultimately do effortlessly, that gift you are to use to help others. That, I don't know, I hope that doesn't go over anybody's head because, you know, we kind of live in a society where people don't feel like they need to help or people don't feel like, well, if I help them, da, 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 da. Like, like the helping spirit is slowly kind of eroding, but at the end of the day, we are, as human beings, we're on this earth to provide a service to help others. And I and I kind of explain this to students in the sense of, like, if you want to be a mechanic and, like, working on cars is your thing, like, that's the thing that you love, that's the thing that you are excited about, that's the thing that gets you, like, excited to wake up, like, it's something that you're good at, it's something that you do effortlessly, like, if that's something that you're really good at, like then your service, your purpose is to help others by putting them on their way and having cars that work. You could be the best darn mechanic, a mechanic that's going to be truthful, a mechanic that's going to be honest, a mechanic that's going to go hard in a paint for their, for their, for their clients. Like that is a, that is a, <laughs> I can't get the word out. That is a mechanic with purpose. So a mechanic with purpose is just as purposeful in the work that they do as a teacher or as a counselor or a therapist or a preacher or a minister. Like we all have a purpose. And the most exhilarating thing in life, I feel like, is when a purpose, when a person ultimately finds why they're on this earth, what skill that they possess that's going to help people. Like those are the things that gets us most excited. And I, I, I I put a question on my notes of why does it matter, DJ? Why are we having this? Why are you having a full episode about what your purpose is? Why are you having this conversation? Why did you feel like the need or why did you feel the need to do a whole episode by yourself about what purpose is? And I, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, this episode, I feel like purpose is something that's fairly new, or at least the focus of your purpose and working towards your purpose, that's a, that's a new conversation, at least for me. In the last two or three years, this is something that's been new to me. You're like, whoa, purpose. That's 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 an intriguing, uh, very interesting thing. And the more I got to learn about it, the more I got to understand what it's about. Then I'm like, why are we not fully... This, why is this not a universal conversation that we're having with people, with students amongst our churches? Like I mentioned about being a Christian and, and, and going to church often. I remember as a kid not going, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. I remember as a kid going to church and not really remembering preachers having conversations about what's your purpose or why you're here or why you're on this earth. Like the conversation has always been about 
how are you going to get to heaven? Well, I think, yes, we got to put position ourselves to get to heaven, but we also have to position ourselves to ultimately fulfill what God's will is. We we have to, in our actions and the things that we do and the things that we live by, like those are the, that, those are the ways that we glorify God on this earth. And one of the biggest things that we have to glorify God with is fulfilling our purpose and utilizing our purpose to help those that are in need. So, that's why it matters. Not only does it matter because we're fulfilling a purpose and we are ultimately walking in the path that God has set for us, but the purpose helps you as a person fulfill your ultimate destiny. Like we as human beings, we have a natural inclination to um, find the meaning of life. My wife mentioned um, a book and I she when she was reading it for I don't know if she was reading for undergrad or she was reading it for her masters, but it was the um oh shoot Victor Frankel I think it's Victor Frankel the search for meaning for life or the meaning of life um a very interesting book if you want to get more deep <laughs> into about purpose and you know what's what's the meaning of life or why are we here um that, that's an interesting book that you might want to read but. Books like that or things that they, they talk about the meaning of life. Like we as people, we search, we long for why we're on. In general, we just search for the why. Why are we here? Why are we on this earth? Like, what is it that we're ultimately here to do? And the, the, when you find your purpose, like that's an ultimate like happiness. That's one of those kind of like if we have pillars that we needed to. Uh, obtain in our lives one of the pillars is purpose and it's just one of those things that does the soul good when you figure out what your purpose is so that's the first reason why the second reason why there's a person out there who is counting on you to ultimately get and live in your purpose so that they can benefit from that i'm gonna say that again there's a person out in this world who when you get your purpose, when you figure out why you are on this earth, when you have defined what that is for your life, there's a person out there who is going to directly benefit from you finding, utilizing, and living in your purpose. If that alone doesn't encourage or push you to figure out why you are on this earth, I don't know what will. <laughs> I really don't know what will. So the reason why I want to or feel, I don't know, confident or um, what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the reason why I feel like I can have this conversation is because I've gone on a very long journey to be where I am today. So. I mean, the story is not lost on you guys. I've shared it a couple of times throughout the episodes that we've had so far. Um, if you've read my book, you know my story because I wrote it in a fictional story. But just long story short, um, I lived in a home where I dealt with abuse. My mother was abused. We ultimately went into the foster care system. I lived in a foster care system for up until my so I was 17 or 18, really. And kind of, you know, graduated from high school, went to college and did those things. But there was things that kind of happened to me that 
I thought I would never, one, never be able to get over. Two, never be able to forgive the people that wronged me. And those were the things that I really had to understand and get through. So those are the first things. Like I had to put myself in position to really accept whatever message or whatever word that God was trying to give me. Right. And so in order for me to get into a space where I can really start to get what was for my life, I had to rectify things in my past by forgiving those who have wronged me and for and hopefully asking for forgiveness for those people that I have wronged and getting myself right by dealing with my anger, dealing with my frustration, dealing with being sad about certain things that happened. Like those are the things that I had to do to get myself into a right space because my life did not go in the way that I needed it to go or wanted it to go because I had not done those things. So if I'm making a list of things that you need to do to keep, to work towards your purpose, the first thing that you need to do to work towards your purpose is to set, put yourself, I guess the best way to explain it is allow yourself a clean slate, right? So you have a clean slate, uh, a, a clean, like, like you have to put yourself in position to be in a clean slate so you can finally get what's going to be for your life. All right. So that's the first thing. Clean your slate, whether that's the forgiving those who have wronged you, um, asking for forgiveness for those people that you have wronged and getting yourself right. So dealing with your anger, dealing with your frustration, dealing with not being patient, like deal with those things so you can get into a space because you're going to need to be cleared up for those next steps that are going to come. All right. So we're good. First step, clear your slate. That's the first step. All right. The next thing that that at least for me that I needed to do was pray or get into a space where I could really listen to a higher power. Right. So I'm trying to be um, equal or <laughs> not so differential between the two or the different audiences that I may have, not believers and non-believers. I think most of the people that listen to my podcast are believers, but if you're not, hey, more, more, you know, more power to you. Um, I'm glad you're listening anyway, but I want to cater to both sides. So if you're a believer, it's praying and talking to God and being aligned with what his will is for your life. For those who are not believers, it's, it's finding a higher source. Like even though I feel like even if you don't believe in God, you can believe in something, right? <laughs> some higher source, some higher power, like whatever it is, tap into that. Whether if you're just being one with Mother Earth, whatever that is, tap into that. Um, because what all of those things do is it gets you into a space where you're clear and you're listening and you're allowing yourself to accept what may or may not be said to you, what may or may not be coming to you as a dream or whatever. Like clear, clear, it, 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 now that you have a clear slate, get into a space where you can listen and where you can um, be open and mindful to messages that are going to come to you. So first thing, clear your slate. Second thing is get into a space where you can be open and mindful and available to listen and hear and accept messages that may be coming to you. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story about how that happened for me. So I 
one of the things that's so tough about like listening for God, for, for instance, is first of all, there's so many different things that cloud your hearing. So you can't hear, right? <laughs> that's the first thing. The second thing is you really have to get rid of those things that don't allow you to listen. And the, and the third thing is you or did I just repeat the first and second? Anywho, we'll call this the second. The second thing is you you have to get out of your own way because so much of the issues and the problems that happen in life is because you don't get out of your own way. You want things to be a certain way. You you did you wanted your life to go this way. You you wanted everything to be a certain way, but you never ask God how He wanted it, and that's when you get into trouble doing it your way so many times and not realizing that he wants you to do it another way. You're just wasting time and you're just, you're just being stubborn at that point. So prayer. So for me, I was being stubborn and I wasn't allowing myself to hear and listen. So the best way to get out of stubbornness is when you are really, really, really not getting things going your way. So some background, I have a sports background. My bachelor's degree is in movement and sports science. My first master's degree is in uh, coaching and athletic administration. So I had hopes, dreams, and ambitions to be an athletic director. I had every intention to be an athletic director. And I did an internship at UCLA, and I was I thought I was in. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in here. I'm doing this internship. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. Like, this is something that I'm really excited about. And so... After the internship, you started applying to jobs, and I could not get a job for the life of me. I would apply, apply, apply all across the country, and as you guys know, I'm based in Southern California, so I would apply all across the country to jobs. It didn't matter. My wife was on board. She was like, hey, we got to do what we got to do. If you get a job, we'll make it We'll make it work, and so I was applying, and I was doing things, and it was not working. I would get rejection email after rejection email after rejection email. And it it was, I'm going to be straight up. It was sad. (laughs) I was depressed. I was like having a really hard time. Like, man, I am qualified. I could do this job. I meet the qualifications. What is happening right now? Like, why can't I get these jobs? And so after a while, my wife, the lovely person that she is, she was on our last episode and you got, got a little taste of why I'm so in love. But anywho, she, she, she suggested to me because we've been going to our church and she's, she's been more involved and more, I've seen more transformation in her before I ultimately transformed, you know, through the messages and things that she was getting from church. And this was a couple of months before we got married. So that was in 2014. So she suggested to me over the summer to, um, you know, fast and fast from something that could be clouding my vision, judgment, sound, hearing from God. And I was like, oh, that's dope. I'll do that. And it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the fast that you guys know about is the 40 day fast. And so it wasn't nothing like that, but it was like a three day weekend fast from something that you you're going to have a hard time being away from, which ultimately is probably is that'll be the thing that keeps you from listening to what God has for me. And for me, it was 
music. Uh, I'm sorry, it was uh, my cell phone. So it's Facebook. It was, um, oh man, it was just my phone in general. Like I would be on it a lot, texting on Facebook, on Instagram, like whatever it is, like social media, like I was on it. And so I knew that if I gave that thing up, that it, it would really help me be clear and hear what I needed to hear from God. So I did it. I took three days. And in those three days, on times that I might have been on my phone, either listening or um, be, you know, on my like on Facebook or whatever, like all the times that I was spent doing that, I substituted it with reading scripture and praying. And so, you know, I would either find good Bible plans or I would get some scriptures about patience and things like that. Like I, I was trying to, you know, really figure it out. So I did that for three days and I want to let you know that it wasn't no like, oh, God talked to me and he came from the heavens and I, it was, it was, man, it was amazing. Like it wasn't nothing like that. But what I did get was like a simple message of, Take, um, take away this this idea that you just want to apply specifically for one job, which was the athletic training, or I'm sorry, the athletic director, college athlete jobs. Those are the jobs that I was only applying for. That's what I only wanted in my mind. And the message after this fast was, no, open your search up to more jobs. And so once I was like, okay, let me open it up. Let me let me listen. Let me follow directions for a change. And so I did it. Well, when I did that, the first job that I applied to or one of the jobs I applied to was a job as a mentor to foster and probation you. And I was like, that's me. I'm a former foster youth. Like I, mentoring is what I do. I've been working with you like in the jobs prior to. And coaching, like I have all types of experience in doing that. Like I totally can do that. Like that's all down my alley. And so I did it, applied. I ended up getting the interview the day before our wedding. And then I ultimately accepted the position because I felt like at the time, like that was it. That Like that was the job. Because that's, you know, that's the one that I feel like God had led me to. So I ultimately took the job and this is how I know that I was being so stubborn and not listening to what God was ultimately trying to get me to. I got the job a week into the job. So I went on my honeymoon and when I came back from my honeymoon, I was set to start that that Monday. So we were coming back the weekend and I was gone for like a week, like seven or eight days um, and coming back on a Saturday and Sunday and I was due to work on Monday. So while we were the first kind of test, I guess, <laughs> while we were on vacation, I received a call from UCLA because they wanted me to do a full time internship. So they did like a phone interview and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I just talking to the lady as if it was a conversation that, you know, and I realized like, oh, that was a phone interview. So anyway, I had that on the um, vacation or the honeymoon. And so. You know, I had, you know, a good interview and I was excited, like, oh, man, this is what I wanted. But <laughs> the timing was like, all right, you got to think about this for a second. So 
I, you know, I talked to my wife and we just kind of agree like, yo, this first job is what you've been praying about is what I feel like God has led you towards. So you got to stick with it. So I ended up calling him back and saying, Hey, you know what? I'm not interested. You know, you know, go ahead and search for someone else as a candidate candidate. So anyway, I did that. I get to work. After our honeymoon, I get to work. Well, weekend, I'm in a meeting. I receive another call. And this call was a job in Wyoming. And they wanted me to interview. And so, you know, I told them, hey, man, excuse me. I just got the job. Uh, I just started working there. Um, I can't, I, you know, I, I just took this position. You know, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I have to turn you down. Whatever. He tells me. Man, that's so funny because the you've been on my radar for a couple months. Like he, I, I was on a list of candidates that he wanted to contact for the last couple months. This was in September when I was like applying and looking for jobs. That was in June. I had my little uh, fast and kind of revelation in June, end of June, early July. And I got the job in um, late late August. I had a phone interview, and then I had the regular the personal interview in September. So, like, this is how fast these things were happening. And so, for him to say, "You've been on my radar for a couple of months," like, wow, the timing and just it was just crazy. Like, okay, the, the, this is all happening, and I, and I had to process this. In a way of like, all right, now you see what God's ultimate purpose is. You could have had those things, but I wanted you to see that you could have them. But I also wanted you to move in this direction because this direction is going to be far greater than doing it the way that you want to do it. And so in the time, I really had to learn that because for me, it was like, well, the time it was bad. I should have just, you know, but. I had to look at it from that perspective of like, no, this is the way that you need to go, not this way, because this way is greater. And as you'll hear as we continue, it is. So anyway, fast forward, I'm working at Reach Out. I've been there for four years. I decide this past year that I'm going to step down because I want to move into some other things. I want to do my own thing. I want to I want to really live in my purpose. And so I ultimately ended up establishing my business, which I talked about at the beginning of this episode. And with my business, I will do counseling. I will do group work. I will do trainings. I will work with schools personally. Like I will really be in a position to fulfill and live my purpose. And what my ultimate purpose is, is to help and inspire others, specifically youth, because I know firsthand going through things at home and dealing with generational curses and different things in life. Like I know personally that there are things that I can relate to students and relate to kids to get them to move and push and graduate. Like that's my ultimate goal is to help kids graduate. So they then can be in position to make choices or have choices and make good choices to live the life that they are capable and are entitled to live, you know, you know, so much of our youth, we feel like they're not entitled to live a good life. And they are. We all are. And a lot of times we're put in positions where we're not. So 
That's my ultimate purpose. And there are a lot of things that have happened in the course of the three or four years. But the first is I've grown. I've grown so much and I've learned so much. And I, I didn't know that I had this ability to counsel and uplift and inspire. Like I've always had it, but I never like fully utilize it in the way that this job has forced me to utilize it. And it was it was just one of those things where I finally said, I surrender, I'm getting out of your way, I'm allowing you to use me in the way that you want to use me, and this way has been far greater than any way that I could have done. And so has it been difficult? Has it been hard? Has it been tough? Heck yes, it has. But I feel like things that are worth it in life are usually tough. And I've been through so much in my life, like for me, for most of my life, it was kind of like a woe is me. I've been through a lot, feel sorry for me, have pity for me until I finally got to a space where I was like, don't pity me. Don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> right? I kind of went through those stages. But, you know, you hear this saying a lot that God puts you through things in order for you to be what they say. They don't put you through, God doesn't put you through things that you. he knows that you can't handle, right? He doesn't put more on you than you can bear. Um, but what he really does is he allows you to go through things. And when you go through the things, when you get through the things, you are a living testament of things. Like you're a testimony that preachers, that ministers, that Maybe God himself can't fully testify for you, if that makes sense, right? Like God can testify, but like there's nothing like a person being in your face saying, hey, I went through this. I survived this. Now you can too. You totally can. Like there's nothing like having that human interaction and seeing a person like, okay, I've been through this and this is how I'm going to help you. Like, like. That's what tests are for, so you can ultimately have your testimony. I have a person that I follow on Instagram by the name of Dupe. Du oh, I'm going to mess her name up. She's going to kill me. <laughs> Dupe Aloro. And Dupe, D-U-P-E-A-L-U-R-U, -U, I think. I think if you find if you search D U P E, so Dupe, um, you'll find her. Anywho, she always... Uh, post or has post that says, turn your test into a testimony. I know a lot of people say that, but I always see her say it. And it's just a reminder all the time. Every time I see it of like, man, those tests that I've been through in life, like it leads to a testimony. Like those are the things that you, you kind of live this life for. And I mean, tests are hard, but like the outcome and the person that you're going to become is way more important than the test itself. Right. So when you understand that about life, it helps you kind of go through life a little bit more. So. So I should I, I hope I shared enough of my journey. If, if you guys need elaboration or you need more about like you talked about your purpose, but you're not really like I, I share a lot on my social media. So DJ inspires all on Instagram and DJ inspires all on Twitter as well. And then D Antoine Johnson on Facebook, like. Everything that you need to know, if I didn't fully explain it in the podcast, is on my social media site. So that's a little bit about my journey and how I was able to get to my purpose. But there's some 
there's some things that I wanted to share with you guys. And I think it's going to be very pivotal and kind of put the icing on the cake to this podcast. So I've recently been reading a Rick Warren devotion. Sorry. I've recently been reading a Rick Warren devotional in a, the Bible app that I use. Um, and I forget the, which one. It's the most popular one. But anywho, and he talks about the six phases of faith. Now, purpose and faith. I feel like go hand in hand. Um, And the reason why I feel like that is because I feel like you have to have the faith to go along with a lot of times what's a crazy purpose, right? Like I never would have thought, I've never been the businessman type. It's just not my thing. Like I don't know. I don't know why. I just can't sell things to people. It's just, I don't feel like doing all that. Like it's just not my thing, right? But I own a business now. I'm a CEO of my own company. And so for like, I used to have those like thoughts of like not being a businessman, but my pastor always says like, it's crazy faith, but you got to have crazy faith to get these crazy blessings that God has for you. And the only reason that they're seen as crazy is because it's something that you're not used to. And it's something that's totally different. And it's something that what I like to say, uncharted territories, it's Peter walking onto the water, doing something that like, and in theory, it's a scary thing, but in the eyes, if you just kept his eyes on God, like he's going to stay on top of the water. Like it's that uncharted territory. It's stepping to the unknown that scares us. And we have to ensure that we're doing that because that's where we're going to grow. That's where we're going to be tested. And that's where we're going to have the testimony. We're going to be stronger at the end of the day when we recognize that there are things that we need to do or we need to step, move towards in order to get the blessings that are for our lives. So there are six phases of faith that this Sir uh, Rick Warren talks about. And the first one is dream. So the first phase of your faith is the dream. God gives you a dream for your life. It, it starts that like it starts that flow towards your purpose. Like, oh, so for me, the dream was working with students in a level, in a, at, so the thing that I've been saying lately, because I did want to work with college students, because that's the same thing, right? Well, college students, in my opinion, get all types of resources and like there's things in place that ultimately gets college students to become college students, right? Like there's a support system, there's parents that are in their lives, they're like whatever it may be, like there's a support system that ultimately gets high school students to college. And I feel like the, the type of students that God wants me to work with are students that don't have that support, that don't have people that have their back like that. Those are the people that I need to stand up for and get them to college. So when I was on my way to possibly getting another job that I applied for in the college ranks, I, you know, I told the person like, Hey man, I think what my job is, is to get the people to you. <laughs> like my job is to get those people to you, not work with them after the fact. I feel like that's how I'm going to fully utilize what my purpose is. And he respected that. And I respected myself for being able to recognize that like, yo, that's so true. So anyway, the dream. So my, my dream was I needed to work with the students who don't have enough people working with them or, or going to bat for them, if that makes sense. The little guys, so to speak. 
So that was my dream. So you you have to figure out what your dream is. And if, if I'm naming the six things, and I know I started a list already. The first list of working towards your purpose, clean your slate. The second list is, or the second thing is, get into a space where you can hear, listen, understand, get the messages that are for you, whether that be prayer, meditation, one with the earth, whatever you need to do, like tap into that. And then the third thing is putting yourself in position to, once you get the message, execute, right? So you have to put yourself in position to execute, whether that be sitting back and learning as much as you can for three or four years, like I did, or going to school, like whatever it is, like execute. That's the third. The fourth thing is, is understand and recognize your faith because your faith is going to be the most important thing when it comes to getting to your purpose. So now that now I've set up, (laughs) I should have did that before, but now that'll help you understand the six phases of faith because that's going to help you understand it. It's going to help you work on it and it's going to help you get closer to your goal of finding your purpose. All right. So the first thing was dream. I share my dream already. Once again, God gives you a dream for your life. All right. Second thing is decision. You have to make a decision about it. So for me, I had to decide, okay, am I going to go the college route and be a superstar and work really hard and ultimately become an athletic director because that totally could have happened for me? Or am I going to recognize what God is trying to get me to hear and tap into what ultimately is going to be fulfilling not only my purpose, but also fulfilling God's will and pushing his kingdom, right? Allowing yourself to live and be an example for his people, right? Like that's 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 the decision that I had to make and you're going to have to you're going to have to make a decision for yourself. So first is dream, second is decision, the third and these start to get tough as you go on, right? You get the dream, that's all right. You, you hear it, you listen, that's not too too bad. Decision is like, okay, you're getting a little tougher. Now, you got to make a decision, right? It gets even tougher. There's a delay. The third phase of your faith is a delay where you have to wait for God to work in his time. Oof. That, man, that's difficult. That is very difficult. I would say that is the most difficult thing on here. But the next two might might give it a run for their money. <laughs> you got to wait, man. And for us as people, like we, for especially for those who are impatient, like waiting is so hard for some people. And so getting into a space where you have to wait and sit back and, and listen to what God is trying to tell you, like that's so hard for people. And I think that's why people have such a hard time getting towards their purpose because they don't want to wait. And they don't want to wait for God's timing. The fourth thing or the fourth phase of faith, difficulty. There's going to be a test. God is going to test you. So once I had the dream, once I made the decision to go this route, once I saw the delay and ultimately fulfilling the purpose, right? Or getting towards my purpose or getting to where I am today, at least closer to my purpose, the delay happened. And you had to wait. And then there were tests, right? So for me, the tests were when my job was getting on my nerves, 
when my boss was getting on my nerves, when it, when it looked more enticing to go to another job, when the college ranks was calling my name again and, and the, the, the enticement to go back to that was strong. Like those are the tests that I had to endure and I was able to. Dead end is the fifth, the fifth phase of faith. Like there's going to be a dead end that you have to deal with, right? <laughs> there's going to be, you're going to have to sit there. Like you, you might reach a dead end where you, where you want to give up. So you have to wait, you get tested and then you in a dead end. Like, well, there's only so far I could go, right? There's only, there's a ceiling to this job that I'm at that's paying my bills, that's giving me what I need, that's helping me stay afloat, but I'm, I'm not happy here. Like I'm not, I'm not fulfilling my purpose. Like I'm not helping people. I'm not serving people. I'm not using my talents to the best of my ability. Like that's a dead end. That's where you get into a space and you're like, man, I don't want to do this no more. Uh, man, I thought I knew what God wanted from me, but this man, this ain't it. And you got to be strong enough to recognize that you are in a dead end, that things are tough and that things are ultimately going to get better. Like you got to have that vision and you got to have that understanding that things are going to get better. Right now, I'm in a dead end. I'm very, very close to getting out of my dead end. In fact, I mean, I'm pretty much out of the dead end, but I'm probably in a, in a marathon. I'm probably, I probably have ran 26.1 miles. <laughs> So I have point one left before I make it to the next phase of faith, which is deliverance. And as you know, God always brings you to deliverance, which is the final stage of the six phases of faith. So once you reach your deliverance in your faith to know that things are going to get better and you're going to finally make your way to your purpose, like that's it. Like my deliverance is coming very, very soon. In fact, I know it. Like there's some news that I'm going to be sharing in the next couple of days, but like I've, I've made it to deliverance and dead end has been very tough. Like financially, it's been straining. Um, just that's the biggest strain, really. But I just I've shifted my thinking and shifted my mind to understand how God works and how he helps you understand and pushes you to understand. And. It, it it has helped me to really understand how people push towards their purpose and how they get to it. And that, I mean, it really, it, <laughs> it kind of leaves you speechless at times, but it, the ultimate thing that I want you guys to understand is just, this is a personalized journey for you. I'm obviously sharing things that I feel like are going to be helpful for you to get to your personal journey, but you have to go about this on your own. Like it's your own journey that you have to establish. So the six phases of faith, I'm going to go over them one more time. One, dream. Two, decision. Three, there's a delay. Four, there's a difficulty. Five, there's a dead end that you have to experience when it comes to faith. And then six is your deliverance from those things that you deal with, all right? So purpose, I hope that that was a clear enough conversation. I hope it wasn't boring. I hope <laughs> it was enough 
um, nuggets in there that you could take with you that you could utilize to help you get into a space where you could finally figure out why you are on this earth and ultimately living and fulfilling your purpose. Because I have to remind you one more time that when you fulfill and live and utilize your ultimate purpose, there's a person out there in this world waiting for you, waiting for you to live, utilize and fulfill your purpose so that they can benefit from that. I can't stress that enough. I really can't. So please, please, please get into a space where you start to discover why you are on this earth. It'll be the best thing that you ever do for the rest of your life. Straight up, point blank, period. Once you do that, I mean, you're going to be living a life where they say you won't be working a day in your life. <laughs> you really won't. Um, because I've, I've gotten into a space where now I feel like, okay, this is because um, going to work isn't a chore and going to work isn't difficult. And that's how I know I'm getting closer and closer to living that purpose and living where I feel like God wants me to live. So thank y'all so much for sticking with me in this episode um, and just being patient. I know I've been putting these things out kind of sporadically, but I'm really trying to be more consistent. I'm trying to get a schedule going. I, as you know, I'm building my business. I'm doing a whole bunch of things that are um, setting me up to really utilize and fulfill my ultimate purpose. But, you know, I got to I gotta be held accountable because I have listeners. I have people that are, you know, looking forward to these podcasts and I owe them and I'm indebted to them. And I thank you guys for listening. Um, and I, yeah, one love, man. So anyway, tune in next time. And as always, feel free to suggest topics that you want to hear in the future. Um, one of the things that's been so awesome is that when people listen to the episode, they'll they'll hit me up or they'll run into me and I'm like, hey, you said that, man, what you said, that was so dope. I really appreciate it. Like, keep it going, man, because like, these podcasts could get a little bit difficult and taxing to, you know, be consistent with. And so the more love that you guys show, the more support that you show, when it comes to keeping this thing going, helps. It helps a lot. So I want to give you guys a preview into episode seven. Man, we made it to seven. It's been a year since this podcast has started. Hopefully, my goal starting now with this episode and going forward, we could get nine more episodes in by next year. Um, that should be easy, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I gotta get, I gotta get to work, but <laughs> I want to put more of these things out next year. That's going to be the goal. But anywho, episode seven will be music was my therapy. Episode seven will be music was my therapy. Ah, that's going to be good. Thank you for tuning in to the DJ Inspires podcast. Much love.